0: yo 365 shake my hand and good evening to you uh watching on the youtube listening on spotify anchor i appreciate all of you shake my hand one more time the time is Gorobas nine today was an interesting day um uh, my commitment to you is strong i did say a podcast every day a chapter every day no matter what i'll get through to it and so far i've kept managed to keep that promise thank god um my own reading, personal reading outside of the podcast normally starts at about 4 30 a.m. And then by the time it is now time to do this chapter day that I do with you guys. Uh today was a big day for trading, so I decided to film a trader's war room, which is already up on our YouTube channel. And the next one is gonna be on Sunday live, and so that one hour. You Know and the war room was about one hour 17 minutes. Unfortunately, went towards that, so that's why we're filming the podcast tonight. But nonetheless, guys, we still need to get through this book. We are almost done, to be honest with you. We'll be done with this book this coming weekend. This is episode 10, chapter 12 of The Science of Getting Rich. And my goodness, it's been a beautiful book because of the time. Um, got Wifey there waiting for me, promised to watch a movie the eternals i think we're like two months behind with movies so today i said i'll stop working uh as soon as i'm done from the podcast i'm done for the day and then you know so we'll do one chapter we'll just do one chapter all right but before we do the chapter guys the chapter seems to be very short it seems to be like a, a four pager i want us to quickly touch roots our roots in this book can be summarized in a statement to our syllabus that's what the author calls it he says look everything that i've taught you at the end of the day sums up to something this small i don't think it's clear there on youtube yeah okay all that stuff that's highlighted there. and i'm gonna read it out as a summary of everything that we've done we, we, we spoke about the power of the will in the previous episode and then we spoke about acting in a certain way being actually aggressively acting where you are now building where you are now thinking about what you need to do and actively Acting on it, right? So 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 that was the last previous chapter and and he added, you know To our statement or to which is our syllabus, right? Which is our core the core of all our affirmations must revolve around this idea That is there's a thinking stuff from which all things are made and which in its original state permeates penetrates and fills the interspaces of the universe a thought in this substance produces the thing that is imaged by the thought. A person can form things in his thought and by impressing his thought upon the formless substance can cause the thing he thinks about to be created. In order to do this a person must pass from the competitive the creative mind he must form a clear mental picture of things he wants he must hold this picture in his thoughts with a fixed purpose to get what he wants and he and the unwavering faith that he will get what he wants closing his mind to all that may tend to shake his purpose dim his vision or quench his faith that he may receive what he wants when it comes, a person must act now upon the people and things in his present environment. Right, so that's that's now the full statement. And as you know, we've been developing this quotation chapter upon chapter. Uh, first, when he introduced the thinking in a certain way, the, 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 the attitude of gratitude. Hope you guys are catching up with those um, gratitude journals. I hope you guys are on top of those gratitude journals. Because they are absolutely sufficiently important, right? So today's chapter, chapter twelve, without further ado, is title is efficient action. Efficient action. Um, I'm, I'm going to read now. Get some some water. Right, juice. You must use your thought as I have directed in the previous chapter. You must begin to do what you can where you are. You must do all that you can do. Where you are, I was thoroughly inspired by this. Um, I won't even lie to you. Uh, yesterday, though, you were, when I was reading chapter 11, and I came up with an entire new traders program for where I am. So in my local area, because I really never focused on that because it's quite a small town. But 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 yeah. So if you're in Grahamstown, I'm coming for you. Uh, we're going to do some cool stuff together. Completely different approach to. To, to, to the remote course given the proximity right because I'm around town here so, so, so it, it'll be fun So but, but I, I'm taking what I'm learning seriously because this is the science of getting rich right and it's only wrong if I follow all these steps and they fail and that's the only time you can come back and say this book is full of nonsense it doesn't work when you've tried everything done everything approaches with no doubt cleared your mind align yourself to the formless substance approach it with a harmonious relationship of gratitude maintain thinking in a certain way maintain the power of fuel to make sure your faith is unshakable and then moved on to acting now right so now we're talking about efficient action You must begin to do what you can where you are and you must do all that you can where you are. You can advance only by being larger than your present place. Interesting. And no man is larger than his present place who lives undone any of the work pertaining to that place. This is crazy. It's literally speaking to me. This chapter is speaking to me. The world is advanced only by those who are more than feeling their present place. If no one quiet feels his present place, there would be a backslide in everything. Those who do not quite, uh, quite feel their present place are a dead weight upon society, government, commerce and industry. They must be carried along by others at great expense. The progress of the world is retarded only by those who do not feel the places they are holding. They belong to a former age and a lower stage or, or plane of life. Their tendency is toward degeneration. No society could advance if every individual was smaller than his place because social evolution is guided by the law of physical and mental evolution in the animal world. Evolution is caused by an excess of life. When, uh, when, uh, when an organism has more life than can be expressed in the functions of its own plane, it develops the organs of a higher plane and new species is originated. They never would be, have been new species had they not been organisms which more than filled their places. The law is exactly the same for you. You you. get you, Your getting rich depends upon you applying this principle to your own affairs. Every day is either a successful day or a day of failure. Or it is the successful days which get you what you want. If every day is a failure, you can never get rich. If every day is a success, you cannot help but get rich. If there is something that may be done uh, today and you do not do it, you have failed in so far as that thing is concerned. And the consequences will be more disastrous than you can imagine. Right. Sorry, if you can just give me two seconds just to to, to, to highlight a couple of things here that I will want to kind of like reflect on later on by myself. Right. You cannot foresee the results or even the most trivial act. You do not know the workings of all the forces that have been set moving in your behalf. Much may may be dependent on you doing some simple act. It may be the very thing which is to open the door of opportunity to great possibilities. You can never know all the combinations uh, which Supreme Power is making for you in a world of things and human affairs. Your neglect or failure to do small thing may cause a long delay in getting what you want. Do every day all that can be done that day there is however a limitation or a qualification that you must take into account you are not you are not to overwork or to rush blindly in your business in the effort to to the greatest possible number of things in the shortest possible time you are not to try to do tomorrow's work today or to do a week's work today it is really not the number of things you do but the efficiency of each separate action that counts all right i I mean I, i feel like it's been very clear so far so there's no need for me to butt in every act in itself either efficient or inefficient every inefficient act is a failure every inefficient act is a failure and if you spend your life doing inefficient acts your whole life will be a failure the more things you do the worse for you if all your acts are inefficient ones On the other hand every efficient act is a success in itself and if every act of your life is an efficient one your whole life must be a success the cause of failure is doing too many things in an efficient manner and not doing enough things in an efficient manner you will see that is self-evident proposition that if you do not do any in, in inefficient acts and if you do sufficient number of efficient acts you will become rich if it is possible for you to make each act an efficient one, you'll see again that getting, the getting of riches is reduced to an exact science, like mathematics. The matter turns then on the question of whether you can make each separate act a success in itself and this is, sorry man, the matter turns then on the question of whether you can make each separate act a success in itself. And, comma, this you can certainly do. You can make each act a success because the infinite is working with you, and the infinite cannot fail. The supreme power is at your service. Right? To make each act efficient, you have only to put your own power into it. Right? So, so, so far, guys, it's been very clear and cut. Um, don't procrastinate. Don't have goals that you don't reach. If you've got a big goal for the year, break down to monthly targets, weekly targets, daily targets. Be efficient in accomplishing those things, right? Remember, as much as we can want to produce this thing in our mind, we have not so far gone in our social development that we can't work for it. That it's not going to just mysteriously float you know in, into existence so every act counts but now you're not just blindly working i think that's his point you've got a definite purpose you're goal oriented still the beginning of the year you're sharpening your your ambition your desire and your plan and your plan according to this chapter has to be a damn efficient one but here's the standard of success and failure according to the science of getting rich everything that you do that is inefficient is clearly is considered a failure and uh, uh, if, if you group a lifelong of inefficient actions then you get a whole lifelong complete failure which kind of like explains why a lot of people in fact the majority of people stay where they are where they are tired but not rich working hard but not prosperous a lot of it is fundamentally based on the efficiency of action and thought I really think thought should, should be included there now every action is either strong or weak. I'm continuing with the book. When everyone is strong and you're acting a certain way which will make you rich, every act can be made strong and efficient by holding your vision while you are doing it and by putting the whole power of your faith and purpose into it. So you're doing an action, you wanna know how it can become more efficient. Every action can be made strong and efficient by holding your vision, your affirmations, your vision, your goal, your orientation, your desires, right, the desires of your heart, by putting the whole power of your faith and purpose into it. It is at this point that people who separate mental power from personal action fail, right? They use the power of the mind in one place and at one time, and they act in another place at another time. Thus their acts are not successful in themselves, too many of them are inefficient. But if you put the supreme power in every act, no matter how common, how commonplace, every act will be a success in itself. Make the wins in the small things. Every act has to be efficient. Let's follow the podcast every time, or even better, much more to the point, read a chapter a day. If it's not with me, by yourself. Get to a place where you are efficiently consuming efficient information which will allow you to become as efficient as you can as a human being, as a trader, as someone who's trying to accumulate and build wealth. All these things are fundamentally important. They are literally linked, excuse me, to your habits your day-to-day habits your daily habits is where the heartbeat of efficient action is if you know from January 1 since we're getting up an hour a day just to make time for personal development and you're still getting up at 8pm 30 minutes late behind your alarm clock and running to work because you're super late you will never get where you want to be every single act can be made strong and efficient by holding your vision your vision is too far away from your day-to-day purpose that's why that's why you need motivation that some of us we grew out of needing motivation right our circumstances were highly motivational enough to leave them the ability to to want to be able to give and produce and purchase what you want when you want. That desire, that type of purpose was the only motivation that was needed. You need to encourage efficient action in every particular step of your life. My entire life is planned. If you listen to the best people, Floyd Mayweather has a distinct regiment routine. The best traders have a distinct regiment routine. The best artists in the world have a distinct regiment routine. Drake literally you follow these people's personal life you start to realize that there isn't a single minute that they spare to unnecessary spontaneity unless if it is required to be used for an efficient action towards your goal take this very seriously right so one more time every action can be made strong and efficient by holding your vision while you are doing it so I get up before I start to look at charts. I remind myself. I want 743,500 US dollars and it's gonna come to me in various amounts at the quality and Quantity of trades place. I tell myself this every day. It's built into my affirmations I read my affirmations at least 10 times a day at least a minimum this year from February I'm pumping it up to 20 times a day. I am trying to keep my vision Extremely close. When it's time to stand up, take a walk, I read my affirmation. When I need to quickly go use the bathroom, perfect time to pull out my affirmation card and read my affirmation. When I'm taking a walk, walking my dog, I'm listening to my own voice that has read my affirmations and I got that thing on loop. I listened to as much music as I could in December. I watched as many TV shows as I could in December. I took a break for four weeks. Now, the only thing on my phone is personal development stuff from Elle Nightingale. Kevin uh, Trudeau, your wishes your command. I'm going through that series again, and my personal affirmations. I have no time for anything else. I have a clear goal, and I want every thought working every every every, every time. my my my. my, my, my my neurons are moving and pushing my mind to think. I want every thought to be, or as many thoughts as possible, to be around the attainment of my goal. Because every act can be made strong and efficient by holding your vision. So while, if I get consumed by it, while you're doing it and putting it, the whole power of your faith and purpose into it, as I continue with the reading, it is at this point that people who separate mental power from personal action fail. They use the power of the mind in one place and at one time and then act in another place at another time. Thus their acts are not thus their acts are not successful in themselves. Too many of them are inefficient. But if you put the supreme power in every act, no matter how commonplace, every act will be successful in itself. every success opens the way to other successes, the progress toward what you want and the movement of what you want toward you will become increasingly rapid. Remember that successful action is cumulative in in its results. When a man begins to move toward larger life, more things attach themselves to him and the influence of his desire is multiplied. This is because the desire for life is inherent in all things. When a man begins to move toward a larger life, just think about your very 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 first place you rented and if you moved up that desire made you want to move up some more. Your very 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 first car and what you're driving now and what you're driving now has created a new desire for a better car, a new car. Your very 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 first take profit on trading must have been seven dollars or ten dollars or whatever it was has created the desire for you to know that this thing works and therefore why not try for $70 why not try for $100 everything every simple progressive step one action further creates because it has to start from a desire you have to want it right creates the existence at least in the mind for for, for, for better desire now When a man begins to move towards a larger life, more things attach themselves to him, and the influence of his desire is multiplied. This is because the desire of life is inherent in all things. Do every day all that you can that day, and do each act in an efficient manner. I'm telling you, live like it's your last day. In saying that, you must hold your vision while you're doing each act, however trivial, or commonplace. I do not mean to say that it is necessary at all the time to see the vision distinctly to its smallest details. During your leisure hours you should focus your imagination on the details of your vision in order to fix it into your memory. I promise you this is important. Do it. If you wish speedily results, spend practically all your spare time in this practice by continuous contemplation you will get the picture of what you want firmly fixed upon your mind and completely transferred to the mind of the formless substance. Then, in your working hours, you need only to mentally refer to the picture to stimulate your faith and purpose and put forth your best effort. Contemplate your picture in your leisure hours until your consciousness is so full uh, is so full of it that you can grasp it instantly. You will become so enthusiastic, okay, enthusiastic about its bright promises that the mere thought of it will call forth the strongest energies of your whole being. Let us repeat our syllabus, this is the last bit of the chapter. Bring to a point we have now reached. I just want to quickly talk about how uh, even in in his writing, the author's writing, chapter after chapter, he's using what is called self-automation. We're going to talk about self-automation when we start to go through the Napoleon Hill series, programming your subconscious mind. He's doing it through a simple technique of repetition. And every single chapter, at the end of the chapter, after he's made a big point, think a certain way. Your will is important a certain way. Now he's talking about efficient action. He has been consistent in repeating what he wants to drive home, which is and I read, there is a thinking stuff from which all things are made and which in its original state permeates penetrates, and fills the interspaces of the universe. A thought in the substance produces the thing that is imagined by the thought. A person who can form things in this thought, and by impressing his thought upon the formless substance, can cause the thing he thinks about to be created. In order to do this, a person must pass from competitive to creative mind. He must form a clear mental picture of the things he wants and he must do with faith and purpose all that he can each day doing each thing in an efficient manner 365 guys shake my hand I appreciate you that is the end of our episode I really want to take you back just literally a paragraph before the syllabus statement that if you wish for speedy results spend practically all your spare time remove the stuff that gives you joy if it's worth it right sacrifice everything now in your spare time and give it to this exercise by continuous contemplation you will get the picture of what you want firmly fixed upon your mind and completely transferred to the mind of a formless substance you know, the 1930s l nightingale was the dean of personal development 1930s and i find this stuff so cool so I'm, I'm i'm going through it again for the this will be the third time in my life now year after year i, I try and sit through personal development stuff some of their courses were like 25-hour, you know, writing seminars about your life and all that kind of stuff. But anyways, he said the biggest problem with mankind is man no longer thinks. It was in 1935. Man no longer thinks. Now it's such a bold statement. A bold statement to say that is the biggest problem. And here... Just to avoid that problem, he's saying spend most of your spare time thinking, contemplating about your goal. Right, guys, I appreciate you. I hope you did enjoy this. See you tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow we'll be doing, you know, chapter 12, 13, sorry, chapter 13, episode 11 of the podcast. And because it's a Saturday and because we're going to be up bright and early, I will record two chapters for you at once tomorrow. i do two chapters tomorrow. And then on Sunday we are then going to move to finish the book on sunday we're going to try to finish the book on sunday 365 guys shake my hand once again thank you so much have a good day